Welcome to episode 10 of the Skincare Teacher Beauty Tip Show. Thank you for coming back. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoy the podcast and get lots of valuable information out of it. Now, I'm a little bit excited, and that is because we've had some really good news here recently in Australia, and that is Australia bans cosmetic testing on animals. That's fantastic news. Now, I personally have been aware of the terrible and cruel practice of testing on animals, and I've avoided any cosmetics that test on animals. But now that the government's making it official and taking steps to make sure that no cosmetics are tested on animals or no cosmetics are being imported into Australia that have been tested on animals elsewhere. I think it's fantastic news because unfortunately, there are still people out that are not consciously aware that the cosmetics they may be using on themselves have been tested on animals and some poor animals have suffered terribly and even died for our own vanity. So this is great news. Animal testing in Australia is really frowned upon and the Australian government believes that there's no animal testing for cosmetics currently taking place in Australia. It's technically not illegal and neither is the sale of any imported cosmetic products that have been tested on animal elsewhere in the world. So the federal government has passed a law preventing Australian companies from relying on data from animal testing for ingredients to be used solely in cosmetics. And that's the first step. And that's really positive because this will discourage cosmetic companies from using animal testing to support data that their products are safe. See, animal testing is outdated. It is cruel and it is not completely 100% accurate because we are testing ingredients on a different species. There are more efficient, effective tests now. They're cheaper and it's time that things change. So the federal government put legislation in place, which will come into effect by July 2020, and which will see a complete ban of cosmetic testing on animals in Australia and a ban on the importation of products tested on animals overseas, which is fabulous. I've just quoted Steve Jacobs from the article in his Sydney Morning Herald, Australia bans use of data from animal tests in cosmetics. So you can look that up yourself and read the full article. I have some other great news for you. I have started to write on my blog reviewing day spas. I have had my blog now for over five years and I have been writing interesting articles, educational articles about skin, skincare, skin conditions, how to identify what you, what skin condition you have and giving you more information about it and the possible ways you can treat your skin and where to seek more advice if you need it as well. Something I've been always wanting to do because I'm passionate about the beauty industry is to explore the beauty industry a little bit more, go out and see what other people are doing, how they're doing it. And so I've made a commitment to have more spa experiences, go on wellness retreats, and even visit my local beauty salons. And whenever I have a fantastic experience, I'm going to review it on my blog. If you go to my blog, thebeautybusiness.com.au, one of the most recent articles is a review of the Junlin Sun Day Spa in Hobart. 
When my husband and I recently went to Hobart for a weekend getaway, we wanted to go and see different places. And one of the places on our list was the Junlin Sun Day Spa right in the heart of Hobart. And it is an amazing spa. It is like an escape into oriental opulence. You can find that article on my blog, thebeautybusiness.com.au. Look for article titled Tasmania, Exploring Oriental Opulence in the Heart of Hobart. I hope you enjoy that. If you own a day spa, a beauty salon or a wellness retreat and you would like to have that reviewed on my blog, you can email me directly at reviewmyspa at gmail.com. I'll put the link for that email into the show notes. Something else I'm going to start doing differently on my blog is reviewing books. So I've made a commitment to read at least one book a month and then review it on my blog. And of course, the books will be related to health, wellness, and beauty. The current book I'm reading is called What Your Doctor Doesn't Know About Nutritional Medicine May Be Killing You. And it's written by Dr. Ray D. Strand and Donna K. Wallace. I've started reading, I'm maybe about third way in, and it is so interesting. It's talking about diet, how it impacts on our wellness, our health. The book talks a lot about antioxidants, the impact of free radicals on our health, and how antioxidants can help neutralize those free radicals. So when I finish the book, I will do a book review, I'll pop it on my blog, and I'll let you know about it in a future podcast. Now, if you'd like to know what I'm reading right now and the books I've got highlighted to read in the future, you can follow me on Goodreads. Just look me up, Yana Elston on Goodreads, and you can friend me there. And you can maybe even send me a suggestion for a great book to read as well. Actually, I would love to hear about that. What are you reading right now? And what books would you recommend I read as well? I'd love to hear from you. Today's topic is about sun damage. And it's an important topic to talk about because I'm finding too many people think that it's just a natural part of aging and they're not consciously aware of the potential consequences of sun damage. I'm still blown away by how many people I meet every day that don't take sun exposure seriously and don't protect their skin with a sunscreen every day. Recently, I was doing a consultation and I pointed out sun damage to my client and she said that she was aware of it but didn't see it was important enough to mention it to me as a concern and this is not a one-off. When I ask people about it, they tell me that either they have become so used to their skin looking this way that it's normal for them and others told me that they didn't bother raising it as an issue because they were not aware that sun damage can be treated. It's just something that they have to learn to live with. Do you know people like that? So what are the signs of sun damage you need to be aware of? And what are the potential consequences of sun damage? And can sun damage be reversed? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Skincare Teacher Beauty Tips Show brought to you by thebeautybusiness.com.au In this show, you will discover skincare and beauty tips that absolutely work. I'm Yana Elston, a qualified beauty therapist, skincare educator and blogger, and in this show, I will share my expert insights into the best beauty treatments that will absolutely transform your skin. So tune in each week to learn how to look after your skin and improve various skin conditions, including acne, aging or pigmentation. 
Every day I look at people's skin, I can see signs of sun damage, even in young people, as young as in their teens and early 20s. And that's not uncommon here in Australia. So what is sun damage and how can you tell if you have visible signs of sun damage on your skin? Sun damage is the result of your skin trying to protect itself from the sun. So the skin reacts when it's exposed to UV radiation, which is ultraviolet radiation. It responds firstly with inflammation and then eventually it will tan. So why does this happen? So firstly, the inflammation is the result of the radiation from the sun heating up the skin stimulating the skin cells. And as the skin tans, the skin produces melanin, which is produced to help the skin protect itself from further UV damage. So when you look at the different skin types from the very fair to the very dark, everybody responds a little bit differently to sun exposure. Different skins are classified depending on how they respond to UV exposure. So the very fair skins will burn very easily and rarely tan to the complete opposite side of the scale with the very dark skin. They rarely burn but tan easily. So the result of UV exposure, one of the first symptoms would be skin inflammation, the skin being red, and you know that if you've ever been sunburned, your skin becomes very red and irritated, to then the skin eventually developing a tan if you have that particular skin type. So both the inflammation and the sun tan are supposed to help the skin protect itself from the UV damage. So in fact, sun tan is a sign of damage to the skin as well as the inflammation. So these are the first signs of sun damage, skin inflammation and a tan. Other signs of sun damage that I see frequently on the skin is dehydrated skin. So if the skin is regularly exposed to sun exposure, the inflammation in the skin, the heat in the skin will cause the skin to evaporate more water and it becomes dehydrated. So often sun damaged skin is also a dehydrated skin. Pigmentation, of course, is another very evident sign of sun damage and the pigmentation comes in many different forms. It could be freckles in some people, it can be stains, cloasma, melasma, and brown spots and dark spots. Another sign of sun damage is the thickening of the skin. The pores appear larger. So again, the skin is doing this to try to protect itself. It builds up the epidermal layers, which is the surface of our skin, builds up the dead cell layers to try and prevent the UV from damaging the skin. So the skin is really interesting. It does a number of things to try and protect itself from excess UV exposure. Now, the thickening of the skin usually happens after years and years of sun exposure. And you typically see this in people who spend a great deal of time outdoors, perhaps the farmers, gardeners, people who play sports outdoors. You can start to see that thickening of the skin and more open pores. Glycation is another sign of sun damage. And again, this is something that happens after years and years of exposure to the sun on a daily basis. So glycation is where there is the collapse of collagen elastin in the skin. And the skin has a kind of 
Again, thickened appearance and almost like a puckered appearance when you look closely at the skin under magnifying glass. So there is a crisscrossing of wrinkles. So the wrinkles are not going one way, they're going both ways. They're going up and down and sideways. So it's really thickened and lots of lines crisscrossing on the skin. Now, cuprose is another sign of sun damage, and a lot of people are surprised by this because they think cuprose or fragile capillaries are the result of genetics. Yes, that may be true in some people, but here in Australia, I see cuprose in most people, even people that traditionally you wouldn't see cuprose in, for example, in the more Mediterranean skin. Cuprose is where the capillaries are more visible from the surface. And again, the UV damage or the sun damage is the cause. The sun or the UV penetrates deep into the skin and breaks down collagen elastin. So this not only causes that thickening of the skin and the glycation I've talked about, but the capillaries also have collagen elastin in the capillary wall. And when those are broken down, then the capillaries become less flexible, they're more dilated and more visible from the surface. So cuprose is one of the signs of sun damage we see in the skin here in Australia. There is evidence of free radical damage. So the skin looks dull. It looks prematurely aged, which is another sign of sun damage in the skin. And of course, wrinkles and sagging. I see wrinkles in people in their early 20s here in Australia. And that is because of that constant sun exposure without protection. So wrinkles and sagging are definitive signs of sun damage in the skin. Let me give you an example. Have you seen the truck driver with the sun damage? A few years back, there was a photo released in social media and in the news about the truck driver who spent uh, over 20 years driving the truck And one side of his face was significantly more aged than the other side. And of course, the side of his face that was open to the window, closer to the window and more exposed to sun damage. Have a look at it. Just Google truck driver sun damage and you'll see the photo I'm talking about. His skin shows signs of glycation that I was talking about. So you definitely see the crisscrossing of the lines. You can see that definitely the sagging of the skin. So it's dropped significantly and there's lots of deep lines and wrinkles. There's thickening of the skin. There's lots of open pores, pigmentation and just general aging. So the skin, I think they estimated the skin looked uh, 10 years older on one side of his face compared to the other. I think actually it looks a lot older than that, probably even 20 years. So just Google it, truck driver sun damage. So let's talk about what are the consequences of sun damage? Well, it'll only get worse. And the best way to see how much sun damage you have on your skin is to look at your skin under the black light. In the beauty industry, we have various diagnostic tools, and one of them is um, a very basic one called the Woods Lamp, where the therapists or the skin therapists will look at your skin under the black light to see things that are not evident with the naked eye in normal light. And sun damage is one of those things that will definitely show up. The more modern tools are cameras, they're called diagnostic cameras. 
that take pictures of your skin under various light conditions to highlight different areas of damage in your skin. So the different lights can highlight cuperose, they can highlight pigmentation, dehydration, dead cell buildup and aging in your skin. I would highly recommend you have this diagnosis done at least once. It is an eye-opener. I had my skin analyzed with a diagnostic camera last year, and I was blown away with what's happening in my skin under the surface. See, these cameras, they will actually highlight what's happening under the surface that's not visible to the naked eye and gives you a preview of what's to come in the future if you don't look after your skin. So I was shocked enough to go home and really clean up my skincare routine and make sure that I'm more consistent than I have ever been with it, especially with sun protection, especially with my antioxidant and rejuvenating skin serums. So definitely look out for a beauty salon or a spa who uses this diagnostic machine and invest into it because it'll give you a forecast for the future if you don't take care of your skin right now. So that's the next step. Identify the level of sun damage in the skin through the diagnosis. Find out how much damage there is. Find out what kind of damage you have there so that you can start taking steps for prevention and the treatment of the existing damage in your skin. Sun damage and certain levels of sun damage absolutely can be reversed and can be treated. And this will make you feel confident to take charge of your destiny, that you have taken control over your skin and your skincare routine. You can absolutely reduce the signs of aging and delay aging if you act now. If you leave it, if you ignore it, it will not go away. It will only get worse. So do something about it. So I think the diagnostic camera will help to really point out to you what's happening underneath the skin. And then you can determine the level of damage and take action steps to prevent it from getting worse and to reverse some of those sun damage symptoms in your skin. Now, of course, the worst consequences of sun damage go beyond the aesthetic, don't they? The worst case scenario is skin cancers. And here are some statistics from the skincancer.org website. An estimated 90% of skin aging is caused by the sun. People who use sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher daily show 20% less skin aging than those who do not use sunscreen daily. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that a good reason for you to start using your sunscreen every day? Sun damage is cumulative. About 23% of lifetime exposure occurs by the age of 18. Now, when I used to teach at the college, we used to teach that most of the sun damage you do that you see in your 20s and 30s, 40s has happened to your skin before you were 15 years old, which is so important if you have children to make sure that they slip, slop, slap. So they apply the sunscreen, slop on a hat and wear protective clothing whenever outdoors as well. Now, from the sunsmart.com.au website, here are some more statistics. Australia has one of the highest rates of skin cancer in the world. Sun exposure is the cause of about 99% of non-melanoma skin cancers and 95% of melanomas in Australia. 
and more than 2,000 Australians die from skin cancer each year. And these statistics were several years old. These are the worst consequences of sun damage. It's the possibility of skin cancer and then the more aesthetic reasons of aging, how aging the sun is on the skin. And I often write about this in my blog. What are the worst offenders of aging in the skin? It's your alcohol, your smoking, your sun exposure and free radical damage. If you can eliminate sun damage by using sunscreen every day, it's one of the things that will fight aging. So if you have determined that you have sun damage in your skin, what are the best treatments? Well, first of all, protect your skin from the sun. There's absolutely no use doing anything else until you're committed to wearing a sunscreen every day. Now, in Australia, we recommend a minimum of 30 plus. Difference between 30 plus and 50 plus is not massive at all. If you're wearing 30 plus, you will get pretty good adequate um, protection from the sun. 50 plus, if you spend a great deal of time outdoors, will give you that little bit of extra protection. It's not hard finding a good 30 plus sunscreen that feels good on the skin, that's non-greasy. Some even have tints in them, so they're like BB creams that even out the skin tone and make the skin look more aesthetically appealing. So protect your skin from the sun. Get in the habit of applying your sunscreen right after you brush your teeth in the morning. And that's what I actually suggest to my clients. Keep your sunscreen next to your toothbrush. So if I ask you, are you wearing sunscreen today? And you say, no, then I know you haven't brushed your teeth today either. Ew. <laughs> so we have a little bit of a laugh about it, but it's a serious matter. Now, my other tip is have several tubes of sunscreen with you. So have one at home next to your toothbrush, have another one in your handbag. I keep another one in my other travel bags when I'm traveling. So I've got one in a suitcase so that I always have a sunscreen at hand whenever I need it. I have it in my handbag, so if I've gone to the bathroom, wash my hands, I reapply my sunscreen on my hands because hands can show a lot of sun damage with the brown spots and aging as well. So protect your skin from the sun. Next step, invest in really good antioxidants for your skin. Antioxidants come in the forms of potent serums and you can have moisturizers with built-in antioxidants in them and even your sunscreen. Sunscreen can have antioxidant in it. So the more antioxidants you have, the better. So if you can layer them, even better. I have antioxidants in my serum, in my in my cleansers, toners, moisturizers, primers, foundations, and sunscreens. So practically every single product I put on my skin has some kind of antioxidant built into it. There is a variety of antioxidants there and they will be used in different formulas. So your more potent antioxidants such as vitamin C will be most likely in your serum. Other antioxidants might be in your cleansers, such as green tea or vitamin E. Your night cream or day cream may contain a form of vitamin A or B3 vitamins. Look for a variety of different antioxidants because not one antioxidant is going to give you the best result because the skin doesn't work that way. Different antioxidants work in different parts of the skin have a broad spectrum approach to antioxidant protection. 
have a variety of antioxidants in your skincare. Now, these are some of my favorites. Green tea, because they're very rich in polyphenols and flavonoids, which are the, the key antioxidants that reduce inflammation in the skin and uh, repair free radical damage in the skin. Resveratrol is another terrific one to look for. Typically comes in a serum. Resveratrol comes for the red wine grapes and it's a potent antioxidant and even helps to reverse aging in the skin. We know the good old vitamin E, that's a terrific antioxidant and helps to soften the skin as well. Very, very good ingredient because it helps to recycle other antioxidants in the skin, such as vitamin C. So if you're using a vitamin C serum, having a night cream or a day cream with vitamin E built into it will help to recycle that vitamin C and make it work for you even harder. Vitamin A is another potent antioxidant. I would typically recommend vitamin A in night creams or night serums because it's a little bit more potent and it can photosensitize your skin. It is highly unstable so that as soon as it's exposed to UV exposure, the sun, it destabilizes and it's no longer effective. So you're actually going to get more out of it if you use it at night. Coenzyme Q10 is another great antioxidant to look for in your moisturizers. And vitamin B3 can come in moisturizers and serums as well, which help to protect and repair cell DNA. Antioxidants are your best friends if you're looking to reverse sun damage and protect your skin from further sun damage. Now, of course, a lot of these ingredients are also found in our foods. So eating a diet rich in antioxidants will help to protect your skin inside and out as well. Try and include some anti-glycation ingredients into your skincare routine if you're starting to see or your therapists have told you they see signs of glycation in your skin. So there are anti-glycation ingredients in skincare such as vitamin A, vitamin C and others that are fantastic to help to reverse or prevent further damage in the skin. Peptides are my best friends. I love peptides. Peptides in skincare help to build collagen and elastin in the skin. So as we naturally age, our skin is depleted in collagen elastin, and then the UV damage further damages the collagen elastin that's already existing in our skin. And peptides help to stimulate the cells in our skin that make more collagen. So peptides are your best friends, particularly if you're starting to see signs of sagging in your skin, definitely up it to peptides. Now, alpha-hydroxy acids are fabulous for quickly rejuvenating the skin on the surface. So if you show signs of sun damage, such as pigmentation, open pores, and thicken of the skin, then your AHAs, particularly glycolic acids, are going to be fantastic. Now, if you are going to use AHAs in your skincare routine, do consult with your beauty therapist on how to safely use it without compromising your skin and over exfoliating your skin. This is really, really important because I see people, they'll have a peel, they'll have a fantastic result, and then they go, oh my God, I need more of that. I'm going to do more peels, and they over exfoliate your skin, and then they cause more damage, which causes free radicals, which ages the skin. So be very careful. I can't tell you how many people contacted me through my blog on Facebook, The Beauty Business, that have over exfoliated their skin and they're seeking help. Help, my skin is burning, it's red, it's sore, and I think I've over exfoliated, what can I do? 
so I make the suggestion I said yeah but I need results fast because I've got a special occasion coming up and my skin is burning and it's red as well once you've already exfoliated your skin it can take some time to bring it back to balance so try and avoid that speak to your beauty therapist on how to safely exfoliate your skin without side effects and really what it will come down to it is making sure you use the level of AHAs that are appropriate for your skin and using before and aftercare products that will rebalance your skin and rehydrate and rebuild your skin after using AHAs to prevent over-exfoliating your skin. So that's a whole topic for another podcast, but I thought it was really worth mentioning that. So let me give you an example of uh, some people I've treated with sun damage. Actually, I'll start with this client first. And and this one jumped into my head because her skin was the best skin I have ever seen in a client beyond her 50s. So she didn't tell me exactly her age, but she said she was in her late 50s. But I swear her skin looked like she was in her 30s. She had beautiful skin. It was plump. It was smooth. There were very few lines on the skin. It was even toned. There was no cuprose. There was no sun damage, no pigmentation. It was smooth. There was no open pores, no thickening of the skin. The skin was just gorgeous. I go, oh my God, what's your secret? (laughs) What have you been doing with your skin? And she said, I've had regular facials since I was 20. My mother taught me about this. She was a European. They moved here from Europe and she said her mother said she must have regular facials to maintain her skin and to prevent damage to her skin later. And she's always worn sunscreen and she said, but you know, Yana, I I stay out of the sun. I don't really spend a great deal of time out in the sun at all. So she's had regular facials. She always uses good quality products from uh, the esthetician or from the beauty therapist. She stays out of the sun. She's looked after herself. She's looked after her skin. So I thought I, I should point out because this is what can happen if you do look after your skin and you invest in yourself early on. As opposed to what I see most of the time In the salon, in the clinic, clients coming in in their 30s, 40s, 50s that suddenly noticed aging in their skin and go, oh, what can I do? So they've neglected their skin up until now and now they need help. And I've seen skins, so I'm thinking of one particular client who was in her 50s and her skin was that of a 70-year-old. It was thin, it was deeply wrinkled, it was loose, like you could move the skin around. It had extensive sun damage, particularly on the neck and the decolletage, where she definitely wasn't using any sun protection. And she was a bit of a sun bunny, loved being outdoors, and you could see that in her skin. You can see there was pigmentation, lots of redness, so lots of damaged capillaries, lots of cuprose. On the neck and decolletage, the skin was super thin. It was almost like paper. But on the face, you could see evidence of glycation, where it was the thickening and crisscrossing of lines, particularly around the chin and the mouth and the cheeks. And there was definitely open pores evidence. So it was... Ah, definitely signs of sun, uh, sun damage and aging in her skin, premature aging. This lady was looking 20 years older than she should have been. I asked her, do you use sunscreen? Oh, never. Couldn't be bothered. 
you know, uh, she said she actually noticed that her skin was aging when she was younger and that she just kind of gave up, didn't think it was possible to prevent further damage or to reverse existing damage. But I can tell you now that absolutely it is possible to reverse sun damage, especially with the technology we have available to us today. So let's talk about the solution. What can you do to prevent further sun damage and to treat existing sun damage and rejuvenate your skin? So the first thing I would suggest is what you do to your skin every day will make the most difference. This means you need to pay attention to your daily skincare routine. If you don't have one, now is the time to establish a good anti-aging, rejuvenating skincare routine. And this means cleansing your skin properly morning and night because cleansing will prepare your skin for everything else you put on afterwards. No good putting your best and most expensive serum and cream on your face if it's got a buildup of dead cells and dirt and grime and oils that will prevent the penetration of the product. So up your daily skincare routine and include a day and night serum that will start to feed your skin and protect the cell DNA from further damage. So I talked about some of the serums I recommend, vitamin C, vitamin A, antioxidant serums. That's what you're after. You will need also a good anti-aging and brightening treatment cream or a moisturizer that is loaded with antioxidants and other of the ingredients I talked about, such as coenzyme Q10, resveratrol, vitamin C, peptides, anti-glycation ingredients, and for your night treatment cream, even some AHAs to resurface your skin. During the day, you want a potent antioxidant serum to protect your skin from the environment, from UV damage and pollution. And at night, you want a potent rejuvenating serum, such as vitamin A, to reverse some of the damage in your skin. You want a good treatment cream, one for the day, that again is loaded with antioxidants and anti-glycation ingredients. And at night, something with skin resurfacing, such as AHAs, and even peptides to help to rebuild that collagen in your skin. Weekly, you need to include an exfoliation routine. Exfoliation will remove the dead cell buildup to smooth the skin, reduce the size of the pores, and prevent the skin from thickening up. Include a good, effective exfoliation that is gentle and will not over-exfoliate your skin. So talk to your beauty therapist about that. Avoid scrubs. Scrubs can damage capillaries. Look for gentle enzyme peels or AHA type of exfoliating products that you can use once or twice a week. Now, professional treatments will accelerate the results. It will potently rejuvenate your skin, help to take years off your skin and help to rebuild your skin so that it is protected into the future. So AHA peels, alpha hydroxy acid peels, will immediately give the skin a lift, brighten and smooth the skin. So talk to your esthetician beauty therapist about a course of peels to give you that instant pick-me-up. After a course of peels, give your skin a break, perhaps book in for a few skin rejuvenation or anti-aging facials that are full of peptides and antioxidants to rebuild your skin. And then when your skin is strong again, perhaps you can look at other treatment options such as laser to target dark spots and pigmentation, IPL to target damaged capillaries and to rejuvenate the skin, or fractional RF to help to rebuild the collagen and tighten the skin and smooth out wrinkles. 
So there's a quite a number of different professional treatments that you can do to reverse the damage that is evident in your skin now and rejuvenate your skin. Do follow the advice of your beauty therapist because you can't peel forever, you can't do laser forever, you can't do IPL forever. These are usually one-off or a series of treatments to rejuvenate your skin. And then what you can do forever and what you do on an ongoing basis to maintain the integrity, the resilience and the strength of your skin is do regular facials because facials are like workouts for your skin. It is like exercise, it's like yoga, it's like meditation, it's like beautiful nutrition for your skin all in the one neat package. So you should really start booking yourself in for regular anti-aging facials on a monthly basis to not only maintain results, but to help improve on the results and prevent damage into the future. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and tune in each week for the latest beauty news and trends. If you have any comments or questions, you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Beauty Business. And for more beauty tips, read my blog, thebeautybusiness.com.au. Until next time, have a beautiful week.